The rabbis teach us that on this day we're to talk about the sacrifice of Isaac. And Isaac in the scriptures is looked upon as that possible Messiah. That understanding of what is to come. And when you look closely at his life, the resemblance is uncanny. I think the rabbis got this one right. You can see the steps that his life took. And it even started before he was born. The tale of two sons. That's what I entitled this message. When you look at them and see the, the similarities, it's almost mind-boggling. How could God so perfectly give us this picture of the promise of what was to come? Let's take a look at before the beginning. We know that Isaac was born to a mother well past her age of conception. Matter of fact, the scripture tells us that when God told Abraham that he was going to have a child, he laughed. How could I have a child at our old age? But guess what? Nothing is impossible for God. And even though she was past her time of giving birth, she had a child. We know that Yeshua was born of a virgin. Both, according to medical history, is impossible. Okay, granted, hers is a, that, the second one's a little more impossible than the first. But still, neither of them should have happened. But both did. Both men had a calling on their lives. Both men changed the world. Both men followed in their father's ways. Honoring and obeying them. It's a beautiful picture that we see. And then we know that both went on a journey. Isaac went on a journey with his father. His father knew his son was going to be sacrificed. In his mind, Isaac was already dead. Before he raised his hand to sacrifice him, the rabbis agree. Many people think that Isaac was young. In fact, he was in his 30s. The same age that Yeshua started his journey for his father. We know the story that they went and went on a three-day journey. Isaac was dead for three days. 
and the eyes of his father. And while he was walking along the way, he asked his dad, where's the lamb? His father replied, God will provide. And he did. Thousands of years later, he gave us his son. Both men carried the wood that they were to be sacrificed on. Both of them willingly and silently were put on the altar. The scripture says that Isaac was bound. The rabbis tell us that he was bound by his hands and his feet. Yeshua was put on the altar and nails were put in his hands and his feet. We know that that moment that his father raised his hand, ready to sacrifice his son to show his love for God, that an angel cried out, saying his name, Abram, Abram. I'm telling you, if it was my child there, he would have only had to say it once. And God told him that he tested him to show his love. And it says, off in the corner was a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. Why did it have to be catch, caught by its horns? Because it was without blemish. The scripture tells us that when our Messiah was put on that execution stake, that the Roman soldiers took a crown of thorns and put it on his head. That same vision we see around that ram. The ram was caught with a crown of thorns around its horns. Oh, did I mention it was in the same space? Are you starting to see the picture of what God had promised? Both men had faith in Adonai. Isaac didn't question his father. I think I would have. Yo, Dad, you sure you hood? You know, get a text, email, can I see it? You're getting kind of old there, Abraham. You're in your hundreds, you know, that, that can I get to, you sure you heard from the Lord that you're supposed to kill me? Just check. I know as a teen, I'm not a teenager anymore. I know that, but you might have wanted to kill me back then. But no. He went there and was silent because of his faith that he saw from his father. You know, I always like people say, I always want the faith of Abraham. I, I mean, I want the faith of Isaac. Abraham knew he was coming down the mountain. Isaac did. 
But he had that faith of his father and his father's father, God. That he knew and trusted and obeyed. Yeshua was on the cross and he cried out to his heavenly father, let your will, not my will, be done. Abraham on that day of sacrifice was given a substitute. He didn't have to kill his son. But when Yeshua was on that cross, God loved us so much. He loved you so much. That he gave his life. He gave the life of his son so that our sins could be forgiven. It's an amazing picture we see. The rabbis tell us that Isaac was ascended from the dead. If you want to believe some rabbis, they said that after the ascension, that he went to heaven and into the Garden of Eden. I don't know where they get that stuff, but it sounds pretty good. But what we do know is that God did save him, because that's what the Word says. And he took that alternate sacrifice, that ram. The Scripture says that he took the horns from that ram and brought them into heaven. In fact, all shofars are only one-sided. People say, why are they so expensive? Well, the animal had to give his life for it. All of our shofars are left-horned. Left why? Because the right horn will be sounded by God when our Messiah returns. And we see this lovely picture that at Mount Sinai, when God brought Jew and Gentile together, he sounded the shofar. We see how our God uses this beautiful picture. Yes, picture. <laughs> Someone like that. <laughs> this beautiful picture to show us our Messiah. To show us what was to come. So that we can have that same faith. Isaac was a young man in his 30s. His father was over 100. Do you think if he wanted to, he could have taken him down? But that wasn't the case. Because he had seen in his father the love of God. And he trusted it. And through that vision of what we see in Isaac's life, we know what was to come in our Messiah. And there's one man who fulfilled that. His name is Yeshua. He was born of a virgin. At 30 years of age, he went out and did his father's business. 
And several years later, he was put on an altar. He died, was buried, and rose again. And sits at the right hand of our Father. He's waiting for that day when he picks up that ram's horn. And his father says, get ready. You're going back. Because that's the promise that we have. Isaac was the forerunner. Yeshua was the fulfillment. It's a promise that we can live on. God did provide, not only on that day, the substitute, but he gave us the ultimate sacrifice, his son, who now holds the book of life in his hands. Not just the book who will live and who will die, but the Lamb's book of life, who will live eternity in heaven. I don't know about you, but I want to be in that book. Because the other one is not as nice. It talks about in the other book, it's the grinding and gnashing of teeth. I want to be spending my days worshiping and praising the King of kings and Lord of lords. Walking on streets of gold and praising his name. Living in his father's house. It's a journey that we can take. God gave us that ultimate sacrifice so that we could live today. That's the promises that he made. It's not by chance that the rabbis use this day to remind us of Isaac. Because we know what will usher in our Messiah's return is the sounding of the shofar. This is the feast in which we remember it. The devil hates this day. See, the devil's pretty smart, but he doesn't know everything, does he? And when we start blasting the shofar in a few minutes, man, he's going to be booking it out of here. He is not wanting to stay around. Why? Because he knows his time is coming to an end. He wants to try to change history, but guess what? He can't. Because God already gave us the book. And if you haven't read it all yet, you better read the last chapter. Because God wins. And that's the promise and the glory we have. But it all started with a father and son taking their, oh, I forgot to mention about the donkeys. Huh. How did he get to his three-day journey? They brought donkeys too. Does it sound familiar? Do we see how the picture is painted? One earthly son, one heavenly son, both called to change the world. And that's the God that we worship today. That's the God that we follow. Because you know what? 
He can change the world in a twinkling of an eye. We have to be ready. We have to have the faith to stand firm. Because his word is true. We don't have to shout out to our father, where is the sacrifice? Because God already provided it. He gave us his son. To take away our sins yesterday, today, and forever. So the choice is yours to make today. Who are you going to follow? The choice is free. I hope you follow Yeshua. Follow his way. Because his path leads to God. The devil's path leads to hell. I want to see you walking on that streets of heaven. Because God has called us to a place and a time. The choice is yours to make. God already showed us through Isaac how it was going to happen. And he fulfilled it through his son Yeshua. Who died and rose again. Yeshua fellowshiped with his brothers and the Lord and shared with them. And then he went up to that same mountain and took them. And as he started praying the blessing of Aaron over them, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he smile down upon you and give you peace. Do you see the understanding of that prayer? It's a personal prayer between you and God. That God knows exactly who you are. He's watching you. You think you might be able to hide from God, but you can't. When that prayer is said, the tradition is that you bow your head because... God is literally this close. You can raise your hand and he comes down and touches your fingers. And as Yeshua started to say that prayer, instantly the gentleman, his disciples, bowed their head. And as they're looking at the feet of Yeshua, they notice something. The first Air Jordans took flight. You weren't expecting that one, huh? Right? They went up in the air. Unlike the other Air Jordans, they come back down. He kept going. But he will be coming back again. And that's the promise that he gives us. So I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. And I'm speaking to those of you watching online or here in the congregation. If you've never accepted Yeshua into your heart, now is the time. It's a free gift. I guarantee you it will change your life. God will make you a new creature. 
He'll wipe away your past and give you a new start. But you have to make that choice. You have to say those words. In fact, in a minute, we'll say those words in support of your decision. If you're watching online right now, wherever you are around the world, you see our information on the screen, you can contact us, and we will contact you and pray with you the prayer of salvation. But right now, I want to make that offer to you here in the congregation. If you're ready to say yes to him, all you need to do is put up your hand and say a simple prayer. That's all it takes. Is there anyone? Anyone at all? Is God knocking at your door? Are you ready to let him in? And Abba Father, we come before you right now. Lord, we thank you for what you've done for us in our lives. Lord, as this is a starting of a new year, Lord, let it be a new beginning for us as well. Lord, forgive us of our sins. And Lord, we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lord, thank you for sending your son Yeshua. And Lord, thank you for sending Isaac to be that example of what was to come. Lord, let us be able to have the faith of both to know that we can get through any trial and tribulation. We ask this in your son Yeshua's name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. Amen.